0: Praise the Lord, saints. God wants to transform your life. And there is liberty in the word. This program offers inspiration that will transform your life. And as you listen to the program, let us know how it has blessed you by emailing us at wordoflife70 at yahoo.com also, you can go on to Gene How Ministries, G-E-N-E-H-E-I-L com to listen to other podcasts and also order yourself a book. Today, I want to continue to uh, talk about Galatians and Paul, what he was trying to uh, bring across to the people, the understanding of what God has revealed to him. And we'll start with verse 514. We left off on 513. And Paul says, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. And you can go to Leviticus Leviticus 19.18 You shall not take vengeance nor bear any grudge against the children of your people but you shall love your neighbor as yourself. I am the Lord. I am the Lord. Paul shows that the law itself upholds love as the main goal of law keeping. In the context of the letter, Paul uses this quote as a springboard to present a series of instructions. Now you can find all this between Galatians 5:16 and 6:10 that promote a healthy, godly church community in Galatia he was trying to get their minds right and help them to crucify their flesh because the bible says those who walk in the spirit of god are true sons of god we'll go down to Verse five fifteen. If you fight and devour one another, Paul uses fidget, a bit a bit a bit a bit imaginary wild, uh, wild animals in a dead fight to warn the Galatians that attacking one another ultimately will destroy their community. Goes on uh, in verse five sixteen. It says, live by the spirit, refers to being under the spirit's direction and empowerment. Amen. The desire of the flesh. The Greek word meaning flesh refers to the part of a human nature that causes people to put away their own selfish needs ahead of everyone else's. So, I'm going to title this, Learning How to Walk in the Spirit. In verses 517, the flesh desires against the spirit. The flesh desires against the spirit. The spirit and the flesh are not in stalemate. The flesh does not... Frustrate the desire of the Spirit, rather, the Spirit frustrates the desire of the flesh. Amen. And if you are led by the Spirit, the Spirit and the law represent mutually inclusive ways of living. Either people live according to the flesh by satisfying its desires or they live according to the Spirit of God in a manner that reflects His character. Paul lists these characters in verses 22 and 23. It says, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such there is no law more than half of the works of the flesh listed here denote forms of possible conflict among people now while this list is not exclusive it adequately represents life apart from the spirit Deeds of the flesh refers to the simple action of human beings who put their own selfish needs ahead of others. The Bible says, love your neighbor as yourself. My question to you tonight is, can you love your neighbor as yourself? How much do you truly love yourself? Well, be willing to love your neighbor as you love yourself. Amen? It talks about sexual immorality, impurity, lasciviousness. Each item in this list refers to ungodly or unlawful sexual actions. In verse 521, the ones who practice such things, the Greek principle here is prasannas is used in the present tense, referring to people who continually orientate their lives toward deeds of the flesh. See, we got to learn to mortify the deeds of the flesh, mortify, kill, kill the deeds of the flesh. Well, the more you can do that is getting in the Word of God, meditating on the Word day and night. Amen? So you won't have the deeds of the flesh satisfied. The kingdom of God refers to, to the domain in which God is king. In the Bible, believers extend God's reign through obedience. Loyalty and love, obedience. Remember, is better than sacrifice. So, if you have obedience, and your loyalty, and, and and your love, if you have these three things, your focus is going to be towards walking in the spirit and not the flesh. Those who orientate their lives toward the flesh will not inherit the kingdom of God. Amen. You won't inherit the kingdom of God if you walk in towards the deeds of the flesh. Amen. Because they have established a kingdom of their own. The fruit of the Spirit. This list, verses 22 and 23, which contrasts with the works of the flesh, verses 19 to 21, is not exhaustive, but representative. These traits describe the desires and characters that God cultivates in believers through the living presence. Against such things, there is no law. Remember, we we should not allow the law to master us, but the Spirit of God. When the life of the believer expresses these qualities, there is no need for the law. Those who live by the Spirit, verse 16, produce fruit reflecting the character of God. Remember, we are created in his image that the the law could not. However, this list shouldn't be turned into a a new kind of law, a replacement for faith in Christ and life lived by the Spirit. Crucify the flesh in verse 524. Through faith, believers participate in Christ's death and resurrection, leaving behind their orientation towards selfish desires. You can find that in Galatians two nineteen and 20. It says, For I through the law died to the law, but I might live to God. I have been crucified with Christ. It's no longer I live, but Christ lives in me. And the life which I now live in the flesh, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Amen. We must also follow the Spirit. It is not enough to claim to have new life in Christ by the power of the Spirit. Let's go to verses 3 and 3. Are you foolish? Are you so foolish having begun in the Spirit? Are you now being made perfect in the flesh? Believers must continually follow after the Spirit and the way they live. While also resisting the flesh. Remember the Bible teaches us. About. Crucifying ourselves. Resisting the enemy. And he will flee. See we have to apply these scriptures to us. In order for us to walk. Faithfully towards God and to the everlasting life, we got to do what the word says obedience, loyalty, and love. Get those three in your head, in your spirit. Amen. Loyalty, obedience, and love. Nepal continues to provoke in one another, envying one another. Such actions represents a failure to live by the Spirit. In verse 22, but the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, and faithfulness. Amen. And a spirit of humility, those who live by the Spirit shall restore those who sin with the gentleness and the humility. In 6.2, the law of Christ, Paul likely uses this phrase to challenge the misguided understanding of the law held by his opponents. Instead of hearing to the agitators view of the law, believers should keep the law of Christ, which probably represents Jesus interpretation of the Masonic law. Even if Paul does not have Jesus teaching in mind, the praise certainly involves love of neighbor. Amen? We have to love our neighbor. If anyone thinks he is something, Paul is encouraging humility, a proper view of self in relation to God and others. Arrogance and pride can deter people from serving others. Such behavior harms everyone, both the community of believers and the prideful individual. I want to thank you for listening to this program today. And I look forward to meeting you again next week for more Liberty in the Word. God bless you.